This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet. Today's topic was relief. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Thank you to the angels, Thank you, angels singing the Hallelujah Chorus. Yes. We were able to get our hands, luckily, on some freelance angels that were able to record that for the podcast, uniquely and specifically for this podcast. So that's thank that you is guys. right. Yeah. Welcome back. This is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And thank you to the angels. Thank you to the chorus. Thank you to the voters. <laughs> yes. It seems like... Um, at least like 60% of politicians have agreed that Joe Biden and Kamala <laughs> yeah, Harris are going to be our next uh, president and vice president. Just waiting on the GOP, dragging their heels a bit here. We're getting sort of celebration, uh, celebratory and congratulatory tweets and messages from foreign dictators before our very own Republican Party, which is a shock. So yes, yeah. <laughs> it's like, do they not know? Yeah, Maybe did they, they hear on the news? Maybe they called it on vacation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Uh, but wow, what a what an election day slash week slash weekend, um, and just an incredible kind of cathartic release, uh, personally mm-hmm. at least, and I know mm-hmm. among many of the people and, and friends that we have. So amazing. So thank you to all who voted and participated. We did it. We slayed the dragon. We killed the beast. And it feels great. And now the great yeah. work begins of course, once again. Yeah. And of course, yes, happy days once again. But of course, the dragon is dead, but still just keeps like wiggling around. Yeah. You know, like when you've seen like an animal that like is like a chicken with its head chopped yes. off, but it'll still run for like the another 10 seconds. The body's still running for the, those 10 seconds. Exactly. <laughs> this headless chicken is still like running <laughs> to the courthouse. It's like, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> And but I've never heard of headless chicken, and it seems like there's like eighty headless chicken following the headless chicken. There's so many headless chicken running around right now. I know we gotta freaking get rid of these chickens for good. I know it seems like only time will defeat those chickens. Those ch- these headless freaking chickens. We gotta let them bleed out. But while they're bleeding out, it's like get out of here. My God. Yeah, they run for <laughs> they have like ten more weeks to run around like chickens with their heads chopped off. I know. I know. Right. Um, but man, whew, what what a time! What a week we've had as a nation, as a world. It feels mm. again like you're saying we're not fully out of the woods yet. There's all these headless chickens running around, claiming that they're going <laughs> to sue and count recount all the votes and try to make up for like the like six figure diff- vote difference in all these sort of swing states. So good luck to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, wow, um, you know the official sort of like Biden winning declaration came on Saturday morning. I guess that. Was early Saturday morning, uh, and um, you and Marina and thousands of other Los Angelinos and Americans all over the country literally took to those streets. <laughs> yeah, so the it wasn't even the Biden announcement uh, from the Biden camp; it was the Biden announcement from NBC like the and the networks, CNN. right? Yeah, yes. It seemed like a couple other people had called it, but it wasn't like it didn't feel like all networks yeah. had chimed in. So everyone was like. Did we win? Yeah. You know, like, I think we win. Everyone keeps saying that Pennsylvania looks good. Yes. But then the tweets started coming through and the news started breaking that all the networks are calling it. Yes. And it was – I tweeted like months ago that 
when it gets called, if it gets called yeah. for Biden and Harris, yeah. I really want to participate in some sort of lame is or newsies type <laughs> yeah. ending to those movies yes. where you just hear the people singing outside your window and you look outside and you're like, could it be? Yeah. Did we win the war? <laughs> yeah. Is it over? Yes. And the loud, the singing gets louder and that was literally our experience at 9 a.m. We just started hearing the horns honking and we're like, hit the streets. <laughs> Time to hit the streets. It was very lay mit. It was very lay missy in that way. I mean, like, it, I was following on, so, I mean, it was a little bit chiller here. You're in the heart of LA, right in Silver Lake, and, and we're up here in Pasadena, so it's a little more mellow up here. But of course, I was following you and everyone, all of our friends on social media. And it did seem like a literal, instinctive, intuitive, out, literal outpouring. People out of their doors and onto the boulevard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just honking horns, giving high fives, yelling, screaming, singing, banging pots and pans. It was incredible. That's exactly what it was. It was so cool. Everyone knew what to do without yeah. like, being told like we're meeting on Sunset. Everyone just <laughs> yeah. got down to Sunset Bowl. Yeah. Marina and I had champagne in hand at 9 a.m. Nice. I was standing on the corner of Sunset Boulevard and the block that I live on, yeah. raising the roof, Adam, for seven hours. It is the most unnatural motion, but I was trying to get every single car in Los Angeles to honk. I don't think that half of them needed the directions. They were already waving flags and honking themselves, but it was such catharsis. It's almost like that's what you were doing those 600 push-ups for. It was almost like it was was training for that. Exactly. Exactly. Because you mentioned, you're like, were you sore the next day (laughs) doing 600 push-ups? I was like, strangely, no. Adam, I am still sore. (laughs) From raising raising the roof. (laughs) I like. I saw WNBA players raise the roof years ago, and I was like, one day that will be mine. <laughs> but it turns out I was not prepared for what it does to the bot. So you guys were just parked at that like little cafe right on the corner of Sunset, mm-hmm. and cars were driving by, and you would just like step out to the street corner and get them psyched. Not that they needed yes, the help, but it was just like you were mirroring their own psychness back at them. So I was literally throwing Beautiful. my hands up, palms <laughs> facing up to the sky, and then waving my hands up like, make some noise. <laughs> then I would also raise the roof. And then when I got good, I started doing the Hulk Hogan uh, hand behind the ear. Sick, dude. So it's like, stop Let it. Me hear you. Stop it, Bill. And then with the opposite hand, Adam, I was doing the honk honk motion and everyone knew what to do. You were doing the full Hogan, I can't hear you. Thank Give you, Adam. Oh, my God, Bill. And with the other hand, I was going honk, honk. honk. Sometimes I would run down the bike lane <laughs> and get all the cars stuck at the red light to honk for me. Sick, dude. So sick. Did it feel invigorating? Uh, and uh, did you? were you sort of – I mean, like, the seven-hour – when you're engaged in that kind of – I don't know mm-hmm. what the word is, sort of crowd work, I guess I would say. <laughs> That's uh, right. That is exactly <laughs> the word. <laughs> Seven hours of crowd work. I imagine the time, did it feel like it went by in the blink of an eye? And like you checked your watch, it was like, holy shit, it's been all Saturday. Or Yes, Adam. Yeah. That is exactly, that is precisely my, like, oh, wow, the not, sun is I setting. I don't usually carry yeah. that energy where it's like, I'm going to be a, like, make some noise mascot <laughs> in the streets for yeah. seven hours. Yeah. Like, that's just not usually my vibe. Yeah. It, I, it, it took me over. It, it took, took me you over. over. Not to mention that Marina posted one video of me doing this on Sunset, yes. and then like one of our friends in the neighborhood were like, oh, they're down at the corner. And so then they came down. Yeah. The they ordered a bottle of champagne. There you go. And then other friends, and then other friends. There and so you before go. you knew it, it was just like, it was truly a party. I mean, there's no other way. It was a lawless, it felt like Bourbon Street with masks. Yeah. Like it is... It, yeah, it was I that lame is newsies moment that you were craving. I mean, that is that is it. It's just like the 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 public pours out of the street and celebrates in them streets. Mm-hmm. So I was literally amazing. screaming, "Celebrate your wins! Celebrate your wins!" <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> like, like we walked down the street to like a whole other section, and I just peeled off and found a new block and just started doing it again. Now you myself. celebrate your like, wins. This was not for. This was not. This was for no. Exactly. Now you celebrate now your you wins. Do. Meet me. But this was like all I needed to do was connect with others. All I yeah. needed to do was connect with others. Yeah, it's true. It's like you know these. I mean, all of the pent up. I mean, the anxiety, not just of the election, I mean, like supercharged by the election, but just all of the that we have all talked about ad nauseum for the past four years, just all of the sort of pent up anxiety of the past four years of the past year in particular, because of everyone cooped up at home because of COVID. And then just like how stressful just the election time itself is. It's just very, as we talked about on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, just we're just nervous, man. Everyone's just anxious on the edge of our seats and just mm-hmm. all this pent up dread but that could flip into elation and relief so quickly we should say that relief is the what we're talking about today um but uh what what a, what a release and what a relief um that i think that we all just feel i still kind of feel energized by the election to be honest even though we're starting to enter into the next chapter which is like you know the mike pompeo's and mitch mcconnell's like you know running around like the aforementioned headless chickens but i still feel just like fired up Fairly fired mm-hmm. up and, and ready for this country to like move on. I think one just to put a like a cap on that uh, experience on Sunset Boulevard. I think why it was also so <clears throat> like effective to me and like why it felt so relieving is that one of the like most anxious things about having the Trump presidency was yeah. just look like looking out on your country, like just like the map and being like, "Who are you people? Yeah, totally. Like, why why would you support this? How could you support this? How many of their are you out there? Yeah. That's, that was like constantly like, like when walking down the street, you'd see someone be like, do you support Trump? And that, that day on Sunset Boulevard, it was 99% our people. Yeah. And like, you just needed to like, feel like in a place so safe where you could just assume you're a good person, honk your horn. Exactly. I know. <laughs> you know, and like everyone did. And it was just like, oh my God, we, we have numbers. We got numbers. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And like COVID has stripped that sort of communal, that ability to just sort of like gather in public and like be around like minds in person. And like, Mm -hmm. it's been months, literal months and months since like we have Mm -hmm. been able to, you know, go to a comedy show, go to a restaurant, go to a bar where you would just like be with friends in person. And just like Mm -hmm. in these things that we've all in retrospect, what COVID has made me realize totally took for granted. Just like the, the, the kind of quotidian every day, not a birthday party, not a wedding, not the, these like extra special momentous events where your extended community gets together, but just like meeting Billy and Marina for a drink, just like as easy mm-hmm. as that is. And like having that, um, exactly being having that withheld from us for so long, just it, it's, you don't know how much you miss it until you, until you taste it again. <laughs> just like mm-hmm. being around, like you said, lawnsmen, people of the people of similar uh, points of view and just friends and better, almost better than friends, strangers who, who you feel love for. Exactly. And who love you back, which almost feels better in a way. Not better, but you know what I mean. Just a different. No, it does. It does. It hits so different. It's just like, oh, there's so many other like interesting people who agree with me out there. Very validating. You need need to feel that. You need to be reminded of that constantly. Yes, Yes, absolutely. So then once the seven – once your seven-hour Hulk Hogan shift was done, um, then then what you do? You just retired back back home. And I know that I saw on social media, and I'll let you tell the story, but you have Mm. had a bottle of Donald Trump wine for quite some yes. time <laughs> yes right That's- yes we have this will be how we end the act so yeah. about let's call it 
10, let's call it 11 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I was living in Queens uh, with my good friend and roommate at the time, Eric. Yes. And uh, we, I got a package and it was a weird package <laughs> and it was from like the Trump organization. And this is 11 years ago where yeah. New Yorkers know this guy's an absolute tool and right. con man. Yes. Um, but this was from his casino. Okay. While it, I guess it was still open in Atlantic City. Weird. And it was a bottle of red wine. So weird. Clearly meant to be mailed to, I'd imagine, a high roller of some sort, <laughs> just trying to entice them to come back. Yes. But it came to me, and it was one of those things where it was like so out of place, like I had just no interest in it, that it became a running joke. Yeah. And it was just the Trump wine. <laughs> Trump. And for whatever reason, I would live in one, two, three new apartments from there, and the Trump wine would always come to me. And me and Marina would make a joke of it that like at some point, this is going to have like <laughs> – it's like grand finale. Yeah. You don't know what it is, yeah. but like – this will have its day. And it wow. wasn't anything – this is all so far pre-president. Of course. Then he becomes president. We, that's a well-explained – we've told that yes. story about how we were all at Clayton's yes. house. Yes. And you know, our first instinct was we need to throw out that Trump wine. It, the joke is no longer right. funny. Yes. Um, but part of me was like now more, more than More than ever. ever. Now more than we ever, it shall defeat. have it shall have its day in court. Exactly, we have to <laughs> defeat this wine now. Yeah. And so for four years, we lived through hell, yada yada. Yes. And then after seven hours of raising the roof, <laughs> yeah. WNBA style, correct, pulling all sorts of muscles in my shoulders and neck, <laughs> we got home and we decided it was time. And we opened up the <laughs> bottle of Trump wine, and part of me thought that it was just going to be like grandmother's ashes in an urn, Dust. just like just, yeah. <laughs> just completely <laughs> black mobs, yeah. poison smelling red wine. Um, and I'm pretty sure wine's supposed to get better with age. This clearly didn't. Um, <laughs> what a metaphor! And, yeah. yeah, really did yeah. not get better with age, yeah. much like his presidency. Right. And we uh, opened it, and we did not pour it into a glass. No. We poured it into. A toilet. Right into the toilet. Goodbye. Splash, splash, splash. Goodbye. Flushed Trump and his wine down the toilet, <laughs> went to the recycling bin, put it away, and bye wiped bye. our hands clean yes. of that memory and that bottle of Amazing. wine. Amazing. It's just so perfect that, like, when, 11 years ago, like you said, like like a celebrity apprentice era Donald Trump, you were like, I'm going to hang on to this. Like, this is going to come in handy one day. And then it yeah. could not have come more in profound handy. Yes. Years, years later. I just – that's The bottle I'm, said – the bottle said, and I know it was supposed to be a birthday gift for whoever this high roller yeah. was, but the bottle said, happy birthday, Trump. <laughs> so in, even when giving a gift, he was still, still. making it somehow his birthday too. Yeah, exactly. Oh, um, well, just, so that is the Trump wine bottle story, Adam. Exactly. Such a great we, relief to uh, just see it um, you know, drain into the sewer right where it belongs. Very, very yes. well done, Bill. Well done. And we freed up a little space for some good wine. Exactly. So that's good, too. Exactly. Uh, let's go into our first act break. Let's do it. Adam, we have an ad to read. Yep. We will come back, and we will talk about the sweet relief Woo! we are starting to feel here and now. Amen. Adam, let's face it. There are a bunch of different types of people in this world. That's true. And there are a bunch of different types of people who floss yes. in this world. Yes. A whole lot of people have a whole bunch of different relationships to how they clean in between their That's teeth. true. Me, I'm a type of guy that when I clean in between my teeth, I like to blow the air through each tooth. It's a certain sense of satisfaction. <laughs> that hard to hard to replicate without a good floss. Um, but Adam, only one out of every two people brush twice a day. And wow. the same goes for flossing. So what type of person are you? Well, I'm the type of person that swears by quip. 
And you know Quip, the electric toothbrush you hear about all the time, but it is their sleek, reusable floss pick that you want to use next. The durable handle is easy to guide, restrings with a simple click, and comes with a compact, mirrored dispensing case for on the go. Plus, a single refill pod replaces over 180 single-use plastic flossers, so it's better both for your teeth and for the environment. Not a pick person? Quip also has refillable floss string that expands to clean. That's a nice option. And you can pair your floss with the perfect electric toothbrush for adults and kids. Quip has the simple guiding features you know and love, like timed sonic vibrations with guiding pulses that help you brush better. You can now personalize your routine with over nine premium brush colors, plus anti-cavity toothpaste for every taste in mint and watermelon. And now, and Adam, yes, Bill. Adam, let me take it from here, guy, because you've been talking for a while and I want to keep those teeth safe. Now you can get amazing rewards just for brushing better every day. The Quip Smart Electric Toothbrushes connects to the free Quip app, Mm. so you can earn amazing rewards like free products and discounts. And as you track and coach better oral health habits two minutes, twice a day, the results will follow. Yes. Plus, Quip also delivers brush head, floss, and toothpaste refills every three months for five little, measly, tiny That's dollars. It. And shipping is even less. It's free. Whoa. So you can save money and skip the store. Nice. So... If you go to getquip.com slash no joke, that part is important. Right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash no joke, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash all one word, no joke, quip, better oral health, made simple. Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. Today, Billy and I are talking about relief as we celebrate and revel in the fact that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have won the presidency. Um, Thank you to all of those who voted. I was so, it was really great um, listening to their speeches that they gave. I believe it was in Delaware um, in front of that like drive-in, drive-in crowd or whatever. Uh, But it was Mm -hmm. just like, again, like we said in the first act, it was like the degree to which I have taken for granted because of COVID, just like, oh, we just don't see our friends anymore in person. We just don't. Um, The Trump, the Trump, presidency really kind of numbed me to the idea of like, oh, like presidents are craven and not even just craven and mean, but dumb. And then it was like, oh, with Kamala Harris speaking, it was like, oh, right. Like leaders can be smart. Presidents and vice presidents can be smart and compassionate and intelligent and funny. Oh, right, right. I remembered this. It like jogged Mm -hmm. my my emotional memory. So that was also a a big relief to just be like, oh, right. Leaders can be good. Leaders can Mm -hmm. be good. Right. <laughs> Adam, have you ever seen those um, drones when they spelled out the word Biden and Harris? No. Um, in the firework display? Were you no. were you surprised? Were you caught off guard by those? Wait, wait. I don't even know what you're talking about, actually. Oh, oh. Okay, I, so when Biden yeah. and Harris gave their speeches, afterwards there was that big um, fireworks display. Oh, I think I missed and the fireworks. And the family came out and they watched it together. Got it. Cool. And then in those fireworks, out of nowhere, it would spell the word Biden. Whoa. It would spell the word <laughs> Harris. Whoa. <gasps> Did you not see the fireworks? I didn't see the fireworks. I didn't see that. I think I'm getting vibes. I'm getting vibes like you didn't see the fireworks. I didn't. I missed it. I missed the fireworks. This is the first time hearing about it. And but now that you're mentioning it, I remember seeing a little clip of like Kamala and her and her husband Doug. Like maybe Doug was a little like frightened by one of the fireworks. And now I'm only realizing now that there were actual fireworks. So, but got it. But you're saying that there were drones that spelled that out? Yeah. So it's like this thing that I think is popular in China, maybe Japan, where um, as opposed to fireworks, which create massive air pollution. Yes. um, They use drones now. Nice. uh, Like LED drones to create like really choreographed designs. Cool. 
That makes perfect yeah. sense. And, yeah. <laughs> and you've I've, you've seen some like like you know how people when people are amazing at etch a sketch you're like this <laughs> yeah. is crazy this is like art that. you've like, elevated this yeah. art form yeah yeah. So some, so like there's been some really impressive design work in the sky, which made it kind of funny to me that they went all caps Biden, Biden. all caps Paris, <laughs> <laughs> like limitless, limitless. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just do size 24 font times New Roman. Bold. That's fine. Let's do it. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Um, Adam, speaking of relief, before we hit record on this podcast, yes. you said that you had done something that I would venture you probably haven't done in a few years. What's that, Bill? Watched a football. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, I was flipping, uh, as we have talked about in this podcast, my NFL interest has kind of waned organically over the past few years, but I just was flipping around last night after Fig went to bed, and I just like stumbled on the Patriots-Jets Monday night football game, and I just kind of like, for the first time in quite a while, I just like watched and found myself just like very casually enjoying this football game in a way that I had never, mm. that I just haven't recently. Um, granted, A, it was like a fairly exciting game. The Patriots had like a fourth quarter comeback. It was all very, whatever, dramatic. But like, and then I was talking with Maggie afterwards and we were just like, man, like, it just feels like now that this Trump weight has been lifted in to some degree, it's just like I can enjoy things again. And like I was watching that right. the Showtime show Moonbase 8 and it was like just a silly comedy show. And I was like enjoying it in a way that it occurred to me later it was just like, oh, it was just like untethered from dread or in this like it was yeah just the way that the trump relief has already kind of like filtered into my body and and my experience of the day-to-day and just like the my Mm -hmm. little quotidian um exercises like watching a television show or watching a football game are now can be enjoyed a little bit more freely or something Mm -hmm. (laughs) is something that i'm experiencing yeah (laughs) i know exactly what you mean i remember when like in my 20s or college rugby years when like i would just like drink with the boys and get drunk yeah i would always wake up with a hangover and be like there's gonna come a point today yeah where there's gonna be like a little tingle that comes up my spine yeah. that indicates the hangover is leaving <laughs> soon yeah yeah and i've been experiencing that same tingle for like yeah three days now, yes. where it's just like this lightness know. you know like it's this unquantifiable just like I'm seeing the world with happier eyes. I know, I know. It's a, it's um, we've just been holding on all of us as a, as a collective. And again, just to sort of like go back and like state the hopefully what is obvious. It's just like Senate races in January, like holding the Biden Harris administration feet to the fire about like progressive policies. Like nothing. Like this is merely the beginning. Everyone, like I hope that is understood and implied but like Mm -hmm. just this victory of getting trump out of there is what is still feeling spine tingly these days four days later or whatever and personally i'm on i'm on the camp i'm in the camp that like i was saying earlier when i was just screaming for seven hours while raising the roof um celebrate your wins it's like yeah exactly after they won it felt like everyone not everyone but a lot of people were like okay time to nitpick time yeah we did wrong time to say like how they're also fascist right and part of me was like Look, I get it. The work isn't over. Right. But if we don't allow ourselves to be happy, it's true. sometime we're going to be miserable forever. All the time. Exactly. 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 <laughs> and so 
you know, I- I'm with you. Georgia is in January. Yes, and like, all the things. All the things that have to be done by then. Yes. But like, yo, celebrate, celebrate your, your wins. wins too. Absolutely. Celebrate your wins. <laughs> Absolutely. No, that is yeah. that is really important. I feel like that is almost more than ever. That is is really like that's a good thing to to keep in mind. It also occurred to me that like as I was watching this like Moonbase show. Which I've been looking forward to, like uh, Fred Armisen, Tim Heidecker, silly show, like right up my alley. <clears throat> Pardon me. I was like, man, I can't wait to <laughs> go back to like being defined by my like um, like I'm just like social media, for example. Like throughout the whole Trump administration, it always felt so weird, like promoting a show or like having a pop culture opinion. Not really, but you know what I mean. Like it was just like m- there are more important things going on. Like you can't even really like it. Just seemed like <laughs> like the world and the country had something bigger to deal with than like TV and movies. Movies, for example, but now it was like, mm-hmm. oh man, I can't wait to go back to like being defined by my pop culture taste as opposed to, ha- to the, the degree to which I hate my president. Like, well, I can- Adam, I am looking forward to hearing that because I was looking at your Twitter page today. Now your Twitter Mine. page, you know, yeah. just like your profile, and you haven't tweeted save for one, uh, like one original tweet yeah. from your mouth, yeah, um, since like it's been a minute. September. Wow, 17th, has it been that long? And it was oh, the- damn. Mm-hmm. And so I was wondering, are you basically off? Are you done here? I don't know, man. Like, I just haven't. I, I th- <sighs> Since September, that checks out. I mean, again, I've had like, no, I don't think I am off, Bill. I don't think I am. I think, love to hear I don't that, think I am at all. To hear no, that. I don't think I am at all. If there's a new Joker movie coming out, it needs to be lampooned, oh and I'm going to have to do <laughs> no, I, I don't think I'm up, but I do think that you're hitting on – I think that's like kind of a keen observation because like – I don't know. I think to some degree I felt – fairly preoccupied and like i felt fairly preoccupied by the presidency of it all and the election of it all and it just felt hard to like shoot off a carefree tweet it felt harder to me for Um, sure we all became krasensteins trust me exactly i got completely (laughs) your first year on twitter post trump was yelling at a rabbi yeah, exactly. Like, 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 exactly. So, like, the Trump, like, the Trump of it all and just, like, the political uh, environment just, like, twisted me around me and everyone everyone so much that I just couldn't, like, tweet in a fun way, really. I just didn't feel like I had that tool at, at, at my disposal that much anymore. But now, as I'm, like, sitting and watching ESPN and, like, smiling at a Geico commercial like I, like I live in a carefree world, I'm like, oh, do I live in a carefree world? I don't, but at least – a little bit a little bit more a little more than <laughs> yeah, yesterday a little bit more than yesterday yeah so i don't know yes. uh, i i wonder how my how my uh my tweet habits will evolve but no way i'm not done i'm not done with this with this free service <laughs> love that can't wait to no see way, you doggy. at adam lustig i cannot wait to see you <laughs> yeah. that's coming from at billy scafuri <laughs> yes um adam speaking of uh wanting us to laugh again a little bit yeah we cannot not talk about force oh CSM's god thank you for bringing it up this is the funniest it's... thing that's happened i can't tough. believe just like <laughs> tough to top tough to top <laughs> tough to top this is uh i would say and, and i want to know exactly what your theory is and how exactly it happened maybe you can summarize mm-hmm. it you're very good at summarizing things like this what what exactly okay. went down so um publicly when the public found out donald trump said uh pub- we are having a press conference at 9 a.m yes. At the Four Seasons Philadelphia. Yes. Okay. Yes. This is Saturday morning. Yes. Then, like, 10 minutes later, he followed up with a clarifying tweet. We are having a press conference (laughs) at the Four Seasons 
landscaping. Yes. <laughs> total la- the, total landscaping. Not the yes. billion-dollar hotel chain. <laughs> yes. A landscaping company between a crematorium and a dildo store. Unlike the outskirts of Philly, like not downtown normal Philly, like weird mm. northeast district, gotta take a couple trains to get there, Philly. Where, like, the buses park. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where, like, the public, where the city buses park. Like, that right. one street where it's like, oh, yeah, no one lives there. It's all just kind of warehouses. That's right. Well, the current president <laughs> of America, who has limitless funds, yes. somehow yes. stumbled into, and my best guess is, that whoever set up the meeting for him yes. definitely thought it was Four Seasons. Yes. And then once they found out and they started telling people where to go, they were in too deep. They had to pretend and it was on purpose. That's right. That's right. Play it cool. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, blue right, collar. No, this is what we meant. No, this is what we meant. This is. <laughs> but the current, the incumbent president of America couldn't do any better than a press conference in between a crematorium and a sex paraphernalia. It was... And it's just so funny. It really, truly, truly feels like the end of a Veep season. Not even episode. Season. Like season, season ending joke. Absolutely. I mean, like, there was, you know, like, there was all that talk four years ago. It's like, this has been like, whatever, talked into. There was like, Trump is going to be so good for comedy. Trump was not good for comedy because he. He took no. all the fun. He did all the funniest things without irony that comedians mm-hmm. and and sitcoms would do with 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 a laugh with a wink. But he did this right. wink free, wink free. Yes, yeah, yes. He's humorless. He's friendless. He's loveless. He's joyless. And that we all became that too. Yes. We were all yelling at rabbis for the first year of the Trump yes. presidency on Twitter. Maggie was reading me an interview yesterday with the owner of this of the next door sex shop, and they were like, "What was Saturday like?" And he was like, "It was very weird. Like we had a customer come in, and it was like, I think something's going on in like the parking lot of your." Business and that customer was Donald J. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But he was like, "Yeah, this is totally weird. Like, I think it's so silly that the president wanted to do this. It's clearly a mistake. Like, how stupid!" And also, business is booming. Like, it's put uh, Four Seasons landscaping on the map. It's put mm. like my businesses, my sex shop businesses Facebook page has like seven thousand new whatevers like since Saturday. So it's like this is really great for business. Like, he's like, "I got to make T-shirts now. Like, I'm." I have to make t-shirts. Yep. So it's yep. just like, God almighty, his stupidity weirdly has a silver lining for these like weird Northeast Philadelphia small businesses. But wow, what a mistake or whatever you want to call it, a blunder. Wow. What a funny result oh to God. an awful four years. <laughs> yeah. What a funny, what a funny we can all leave with this moment. Yes. You know, there's countless terrible things that they did, but this one might actually be funny enough to make me forget some of the other. Truly, things. but like, and the thing is, it's just like what so many so, at so many um, there's so many junctures in the process of booking a place for a press conference where you could theoretically change your mind and pull out, or at least not publicize it. Like, so 21 year old goofy intern books Four Seasons Landscaping by accident. They can't then like move it to a different. Fairly certain that 21 year old intern. Is is Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So, like, that they can't then, like, uh, it's just so funny that you can't, you just cannot stop Donald Trump from tweeting. Because it's like, once he tweets it, 
then I guess that's where you have to have the press conference. But like, and also don't give their organization too much credit, Adam. Right. Like to say like they could just pull out. It's probably one idiot, like the last yes man yes, alive, yes, who is just like just overworked or just doesn't care yes. or know enough. Yes. You know, I don't think that there's checks and balances <laughs> happening. These people who, this is the team who said they found sixty thousand fraudulent votes. Okay, <laughs> yeah. which is a massive claim and would require right. so much infrastructure right. to find all of those votes. Yes. They picked a landscaping company Dummies. over a hotel by Dummies. accident. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know if they even know how to write their wrongs. I guess you're and right. that, again, makes it the funniest possible result Imaginable. to the four saddest years. What a phone call to get if you're the Four Seasons full, uh, landscaping company, that the president of the United States wants to have a press conference in your parking lot, and you're like, oh, do you... Sure, like, okay. <laughs> okay. And the sex shop guy was saying, like, there was all this foreign press there. Like, it was just like, the, of course, I mean, the president is calling, the president of the United States is calling a press conference. It attracts a lot of global attention on the day that he is like, the election was called against him. And it was just mm-hmm. like, what a surreal little morning for this weird strip mall in industrial Philadelphia. So good. Like you said, not just the final joke of a Veep episode, but more like a season. Oh, that's a mm-hmm. season-ending miss gag. So funny. you almost like build, you almost like reverse engineer the season, yeah, t- knowing yeah. like we'll figure yeah. out what what happens in the season, yes. knowing that it all Fourth ends up the at lot. the four seasons <laughs> landscaping. <laughs> Uh, let's go into our second act break. Adam, we need a song. The Four Seasons. Oh, yeah, The Four Seasons. I mean, there's, you know, Vivaldi's classic, uh, classical piece, The Four Seasons, which is amazing. Um, okay, that like sounds nice. The there's also Winter, Spring, Summer, and Fall. All, all you, you got, got to, to do, do is call. And I'll beat that's mm-hmm. yes. Uh, do you think that Vivaldi's, you think Vivaldi's runs like 10 minutes? Because sometimes we've been burned. Sometimes yeah. we've been burned by songs where it's like, uh-oh, eight minutes yeah. and 47 Vivaldi, seconds. Vivaldi, each of, each of the four seasons, like each of the movements is a heft, is a hefty, you're looking at double mm. digits. I think it probably mm. creeps into the double digits. So yeah. Might maybe, have to put a pin in the Vivaldi. Put a pin in Vivaldi. Might have to put the pin in the Vivaldi. <laughs> exactly. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Four seasons. Mm-hmm. Winter, spring, summer, and fall. Yeah. And I'll be there. That's Carol King. You've got a friend. That might be Carol yeah. King. It might be Joni Mitchell. Let's oh, play Mitchell. that song. No, I love that song. song. Beautiful.
That was the classic song, You've Got a Friend, by Carole King. Tapestry is like one of the best albums ever made of the 20th century. Mm. So good. I believe that I danced with my mom to that song at my wedding. You've Got a Friend. Well, was it, no, was it that or was it You've Got a Friend in Me from Toy Story? No, it was not Randy oh, okay. Newman. Okay, it wasn't Randy Newman? Okay. <laughs> I'm not confusing this with Woody and Buzz, Adam. <laughs> no, that was, yeah, it is a very, very, it's a gorgeous tune. Um, this is the No Joke Podcast today. We are talking about relief. Yes. Sweet, sweet, sweet relief. relief. Adam, I have a question yeah, about relief Tell me. and how you may find it. Okay. Have you ever used CBD topical cream? You know what? I ne- CBD. I never have, actually. I haven't. I know that's like. That's like fully in the mainstream now of like pain relief, but mm-hmm. I never have. Have you ever used it mm-hmm. on your? Yeah, I used it on one of my sore shoulders from raising that roof. From raising that roof <laughs> yeah. for seven hours. Again, I'm, I should really kind of give a word, like word to the wise: don't raise the roof <laughs> for more than either one hour yeah. total yeah. or 
in seven-minute increments. Yes. If you blow past either one of those benchmarks, you're it's going gonna to be hurt. In pain. You're going to feel that. You're going to feel that. Mm-hmm. Yep. But one way to remedy that pain is actually I used it CBD topical cream. Cool. So so that is CBD is like the property that's in marijuana that isn't the THC. It's just like the numbing, right. pain relieving element of that. That's right. No mind altering. Comp- it's it. just like in the body. Cool. And damn, damn, stuff works for real. Yeah, sick. Yeah. Is it like? Does it have like an icy hot burning? Is it, does it have that like sort of please? What's the tactical? Exp- what's the sort of like tactile experience of it? So this one didn't have menthol. I think Got that it. menthol is the thing that makes icy hot like really yes. like come alive. Yes. This one just kind of had like a nice smell to it. I don't know what it was. Cool. Did, was it like fairly instant relief, or was it like you just had to kind of does it does it take some time to sort of like whatever activate? <laughs> so as you know, I'm an icy hot guy. I know that. I love icy hot, mm-hmm. partially thanks to you. Yeah. Yeah. Huge on icy hot. Before icy hot, I used to use something called atomic balm. Yes. And that was like. You put it on and it and it's hell on earth. Let's just put yeah, it yeah. It's hell on shoulder. But why? Just because um, it burns? It just cooks you. It you cooks literally you. just start cooking. Yeah, it cooks you. Uh, it like takes away one pain and adds a much bigger <laughs> oh, pain. God. So those were um, two of the more like intense. Like you put it on, you feel it. Yes. This was just like that soothing, cooling. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah. So we're thinking that I could raise the roof uh, in like seven to ten. You'll days. be back. I'm on. You'll be back. Yeah, I'm on the disabled <laughs> list right now, but hopefully in seven to ten I can get back on Sunset and raise the roof. Right. It was funny the next day. I drove back down on Sunset the next day, yeah. thinking there's no reason why we can't just let's run it, run back. it back, folks. Like I'm open to running it back <laughs> if you dudes are open to running. And like no one was there to run it back. So funny. I know on Sunday that's hilarious. On Sunday we we uh, went to Burbank to visit Maggie's sister and like we were driving along, still riding the high of just like all uh, the whole week and the whole weekend experience. And like we passed by this one adorable, quaint little tiny little like pocket park in Burbank where there was like a small little enclave of maybe a dozen people, a couple kids, uh, their parents. A couple just like randos, all holding the American flag, Biden Harris signs, and it was like mm. um, drove by, give a honk. There were some honks exchanged, so it was like Love in little that. pockets, in tiny little pockets around the city. I got the sense that like okay, like the, the the flame of celebration is still lit and still aglow in like these little embers around the city, which felt nice. And there is something sweet about being like, ooh, pride in the flag. Yeah, yeah, seriously, hey, the flag's good again. The flag is good again. I know, I know. Like, isn't that weird? <laughs> It's a similar – yes. Yes, it is weird. It's just like I think that we're just going to be experiencing like degrees of this relief and like the the sort of um, – all the negative sort of like knee-jerk um, kind of like subconscious associations that we've all had with our own country for the past four years and just like the shame and the anger and the confusion and the sadness and like grief to some degree and like feeling that gets stripped away layer by layer subtly in various ways over the next who knows how long is good mm-hmm. it is good <laughs> it, is, it good. is good it is that good yeah i know and we like can't look past how close we were to really really bad times ahead yeah yeah like we uh, when i say we this is the royal we the 70 plus million people yes. who voted for joe biden yes. really pivoted this car at the last second from driving into probably complete fashion yeah like, i think so it sounds crazy to come out of your mouth but like we were trending oh. towards like 
absolute autocracy. We were knocking on the door. We were knocking on the door pretty hard. Yeah, exactly. If if the powers that be had their way, that's what we would we'd be living in a sort of like like we said last episode, this sort of like horrible minority rule kind of situation. Which, as we see, they're trying to kind of like still enact that through all this like complete bogus sort of like election fraud mishugas that they're going to try to like fight all the way until January. Right. Um, But yeah, man, just it feels really good. It feels feels good and like you said got to celebrate the wins man celebrate the wins when got they arrive to. when they show up got to also we're a, we're nuanced creatures we're able to hold two thoughts in our head at once as we a celebrate the wins we b look forward to like continuing this amazing progressive work that we've all but not all but like the, those of us who have been sort of engaged in that like kind of activism have been well that is not going to stop and that will continue as it should so like that's it, it's good but we just have this albatross off our back of like now that like we can be activists in this like slightly more sane um compassionate empathetic environment rather than having this psychopath mm-hmm. running the show just yeah. a true sociopath so it feels great um speaking of pivoting yes adam let's pivot off of donald trump okay. into something that i think will make you very relieved okay Obviously, it revolves around the Discord community. Okay, okay, great. <laughs> so the No Joke Discord community, like I said, is popping off. Popping. I mean, it is top of the charts. It. it is incomparable. <laughs> it is a very p- powerful union. Yes. <laughs> and in the conversations, you can react to how people, what people say. Great. If you like something, you can put a little heart next cool. to it. You can put a little thumbs up next to it. Cool. Maybe exclamation points. Great. You know that. Great. But in the Discord, you can also take uh, like images straight up, like off of Google Images, and turn them into reactions. Here we as well. go, baby. They're either called emotes or emotes. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Um, and someone who creates them okay. asked in the Discord. <laughs> they said, "Hey guys, we want to add a few no joke um, emotes emotes to uh, the chat." Cool. What do you think would be some images that would yes. correctly sell and represent the podcast? Yes. Two separate listeners came back immediately Whoa. with the two right choices. Whoa. Adam, do you want to guess what those Whoa. choices were? Or do you want me to just tell you right here, right tell now, me. what two emotes were made uh, on our behalf? I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm dying to know. You have to tell me. <laughs> the, first, the first was a brother printer. A brother printer. Okay. A big, upright, sturdy brother printer. Black or gray? Black. Well, it's right in the middle. I mean, it really is asphalt. Yeah, Yeah, it's right there on the middle. Like flecks of gray in an otherwise like matte black. You know the one? Yes. Amazing. So that now represents the pod. So if anyone says something funny, they could just drop a brother printer under it. Amazing. Amazing. And the other object that was created um, so that you can now react yes. to Discord chat is a boar's head turkey. Oh, okay, so this is an audience that thank you, Discord community, for seeing mm-hmm. directly into our souls. You have re- I died. Re- <laughs> Adam, when I saw it, I died. I literally, I was like, there's no, there's no funnier, more correct or better response than the ones that you guys just put it's out. It's like there. we are not brand loyal guys necessarily. No, but Boar's no. Head and Brother are the brands Dude. that represent our souls. And thank you. Oh brother, you for give me a no- Boar's Head. 
Oh, brother, boar's head. Oh, boar's head. Oh, brother, brother. wear boar's head. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So Um, I'm so grateful to the Discord community for seeing, like, I feel very seen. Very, very seen right now. I know that's like a phrase that gets thrown around. I feel seen, but I actually do feel seen. So thank you for those images. Um, So we need to, Adam, return the favor. (laughs) We need to return the favor um, by giving them what they want and what they deserve. And that is an episode revolving around the manifest yeah we must that's a must that is we got to start up so start putting that in the works for sure yep yeah let's say one to three weeks you can you yep. can all expect yep. the manifest episode Definitely. we will go and dig into amanda's uh hard work oh, see yeah. what she's come up with and then we'll report back on that i episode. am looking forward um, to doing that yeah but this was the relief episode Oof, amen brother amen man good job and for that episode, I am Billy Scott. I am Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much. That was a HeadGum Podcast.